Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Red, White, and the Blues podcast. Uh, I'm Daniel, and I am joined, as always, by my main brochacho nacho. Since we're back on a normal episode, I don't yes. you know, have to come up with normal episode now after yeah. the international break. We're is ending. done watching movies. We're ready to watch yeah. some real entertainment now. That's right. Some real football, if you will. Um, so I'm joined by my main brochacho nacho, Jason. How you doing tonight, man? What's up, my hungry little man bun? Oh, I don't have my hair that, tonight. It's da- yeah, it's my hair's down. So you know, whatever. My hungry um, little man down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll cut that out. I'm not sure. We'll decide nah, later. Be all right. It's all good. It's all good. Um. Yeah. Hey. So Saturday. Saturday, eleven thirty. Decent. Decent well, time. Can eat some lunch on, while we watch this. And it's on the NBC, so we don't have to go randomly. It's not on some crap channel or on Peacock. Thank goodness. Oh, it's um, on Peacock though. Is that what you're saying? It, no, it's, no, it's on NBC. Oh, dude, I don't, I don't have cable. I'm gonna have to go find go, somewhere to watch this go thing. Get, go to, go to the Walmart and buy you one of those antennas. That doesn't work very well here. I have one of those. It, it doesn't oh, pick dude. up NBC. Yeah, it sucks. <sighs> Bunch of assholes. I'm in a weird Stupid. place. I think in town, I can't get fiber internet and I can't get NBC. I still can't believe you can't get fiber internet. That's the most shocking thing to me in the world for the town that you live in. I just yeah blows my mind. Blows my yeah. mind every time you remind me of that. Every time we podcast, it blows my mind too. Yeah. Because my internet sucks. <laughs> all those times where the internet just randomly cuts out. I mean, it happens at my house too, though. But and I yeah, have fiber, yeah. so whatever. But I have AT&T, and that's another story. Um, but anyway, um, Arsenal <laughs> on Saturday, 11, 1130, um, Jason shares my pain with AT&T. Um, yes. we sharing that together. Um, but I have Arsenal 1130. Yeah. Back to talking football. Um, this is going to be a quick episode. We ain't going to keep you here long. We just want to give y'all a couple thoughts about the match. So, um, heading into it, uh, Chelsea is riding a three match win streak. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, three total. Match but yeah, yeah total. Two in the premier, three total. Um, this starts our tough stretch of games coming up here over the next uh month. What are we in October now? Month and a half, two months. Yeah. Roughly two months, I guess, probably middle of December. So probably about two months. Um so hopefully we'll kick it off. Um with the win, um, hopefully. Um, but Jason, some of the uh, interesting things floating around, you know, as we have now come to find out, Reese is officially out of the match. Um, will not be participating in the match. Um, mm-hmm. So, with that being said, uh, let's see who else is. Uh, Chuck, I think, is hurt again. Lavia is still out. Mm-hmm. Um, is still out. Chillwell, yeah. Um, uh, Desasi is apparently doubtful. Yeah, Desasi's doubtful. Badia so, Shields still out, still, but like yeah, close to training. recovering, I think. Yeah, he's training. Uh, Chalaba's out. So Chalaba's leaving right. in January. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. You're right about that. Malong Sar but, is suspended, apparently. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I what I didn't care. I that dude, whatever. That was the worst purchase in Chelsea history, maybe. Um, so, 
With that being said, who in the hell are we going to start at defense this match? Dude, Gusto's back, though. Yeah, Gusto's back. So, all right. So, we're going to, I guess, start Gusto at right back. All right? So, yeah. Silva, I'm assuming, will be in the starting lineup. All right? Oh, uh, yeah. It has to be. So, okay. So, then you have Colwell, who's going to start. But where do you start Colwell? Because so, without the Aussie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batty Ashile's not back. You have Kukurea, who's been playing good. But he's going to have to try and go up against Saka. So do yeah. you really want him on the left, playing left back for you? But but Kukurea can't play the left center. Right. He's Yeah. But then would Silva's play in left center? Well, I think Silva would move to the right because he's he, more naturally right-footed anyway. Yeah. So. so you move him to the right, then you'd have uh-huh. to put Colwell in left center and then Kukurea yeah. on the left. But, yeah, I don't want him going up against Saka. Kukurea is going to get cooked all night long down that right side. Do you think Kukurea, because I think we can safely say he's been in a, a, a good run of recent form. Yes. He's recently been in a good run of form. There we go. Uh-huh. Do you think, but he's been playing on the right. Do, yes. So do you think he, that recent run of form can still translate into him coming on the left where he's historically been very poor for Chelsea. I don't know, man. It's been interesting. Uh, that's what he is. It scares me because Kukurea is, a, he's halfway decent, but if you isolate him and you get one-on-one with him, he's not that great. Like he's good at tracking back, you know, he'll get in position the majority of the time. But, man, if he's in a one-on-one situation with Sokka, it just makes me nervous. So, hear me out. What if we put Colwell at left center back, like you said, Silva mm-hmm. right center back? What if we flip Gusto to the left side and then play Kukurea on the right side still? Can Gusto play on the left? I mean, I don't know. You're a professional footballer. You should be able to kick the ball with your damn left foot. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just okay. saying. If Kukurea, that would be, okay, well, one. This would be insane. <laughs> Two, I live for it and I want to see it. Three, Kukurea has been doing better on the right. It is so yeah. sad that our natural left back, we don't feel comfortable enough playing on left back. So we're willing to sacrifice our really great natural right back to then go on the left. Right. Just so our natural left back can continue playing <laughs> well on the right. So who's on first? Like, where are we? Where are we at? That's exactly. I mean, that's the way I feel, man. It's like you just summed it up perfectly. It's like it, like logically, it doesn't really make that much sense. But in this moment, maybe it does make sense because Kukare has been so good on the right, and Gusto's just been great this year. So I mean, why would we not put him against one of their better players? Our yeah, our injury situation is in freaking insane, man. This yeah, is ridiculous. It is. <laughs> it is. So I have no clue, man. I know we used to come on here and try and predict starting lineups. There's no point in doing that anymore. Um, yeah, but for sure. To get more into predicting starting lineups, Jason, <laughs> <laughs> who do you start at the wing? Oh God! Like are we? Are we? So I guess you really have sort of th- so. To throw a wrench into all this to make it even worse, uh, Matueke, I believe, scored two goals in his match the other day. 
So yeah. he's sort of getting in form. Um, Mudrick, uh, I think he scored and won a penalty for his yep. for the Ukraine the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sterling just set it home because Southgate hates Sterling apparently. So. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, I I will. I'm not the biggest Sterling fan still. I don't. Yeah. Even after last performance, I don't care. Um, but he's undroppable. And I hate that word, but I think Sterling plays. Is he? I mean, I think, I think, okay. I think because Matueke hasn't been in the squad, I think Poch is going to be more willing to go with familiar. Yeah. Regular starters that have been, you know, starting. Yeah. (laughs) Or, or at least are well familiar with the team at the moment. Whereas I think Matueke could possibly come in next go around. Because we don't we yeah. play like is it Brentford or something the next time? Yeah, I think so. So something yeah, like that. Brentford. It's like it's a short week too. I think we play a midweek game next week, maybe. Possibly. Don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, I'm not I'm not taking like the time to look our schedule up right now. Do we have now. like an EFL? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so, trying to look know. it up, but I think my internet's being a little weird right now too. I just don't feel like taking the time to look it up because I don't, I don't really care. I'll, I'll look it up and we play when we play. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think you're probably right. Like you're, you're looking at it from a very logical standpoint with Sterling, like what's Potch seeing and what's Potch going to do. I'm looking at it from a, a personal dislike for Sterling standpoint, and I don't want Sterling to start. But I think, you know, you're right. Yeah. It'll probably be Sterling. I think it'll be Sterling and Palmer again. Like, you know, and then, I mean, it's going to be the midfield of Gallagher, Enzo, Caseta, and it's just how is Potch going to line them up? What formation are we going to play in? It doesn't really matter. That'll be our midfield three. Who's pushing higher up, Enzo or Gallagher? It'll right. be something. Um, so, uh, and I'm assuming we go with Nico at striker. I agree. Like, yeah, I think I so. I mean, Broja didn't look great in his last match. Um, Looked good in the one before that, yeah. but then last one he didn't look great. Nico looked better coming off the bench. Um, maybe he can just club some people with it. Uh, he can just karate chop people with his cast in the back of the head because remember that's legal now, Jason. <laughs> so he can just do that. So, hey, I think Kavanaugh is our uh, our ref this game too. So whatever. So that's not fun. Yeah. Well, so uh, probably we'll get screwed somehow, some way, somewhat. Yes. What is your what's your prediction on controversy for this game? Oh, there will at least be one. There always is at least one. And it's going to get chippy at some point. Like it'll get. I can see Gall- Gallagher's going to get a, at least a yellow card. We'll be lucky if he doesn't get a red card. He'll probably get in Declan Rice's face at some point in time. Like considering they're both English, so they'll probably start yeah. a little scrap with each other. Um, everybody's talking about the Enzo. Uh, Declan matchup this weekend, so it's gonna be fun. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right. So a couple weeks ago, um, you were feeling pretty confident, yeah, about our chances against Arsenal. Do Do you still feel that? I think we can at least get a draw. I don't know how confident I'm about a win. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like I don't. It's weird. Does the international break hurt us more or hurt them more? Like, we were in form. I mean, like, I don't, like, yeah. would I have rather just not have the international break before we played Arsenal? Probably. 
But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, the international break, they didn't get to train as, you know, same same situation we're in, you know, don't get to train as much. Mm-hmm. You know, your players don't, they're not there, so you're not working on tactics. I think, yeah, they're done. I think yesterday was the last day of matches. So, or today, something, whatever. It's irrelevant. Yeah. But they're back, which, okay, y'all are listening to this really late. Yeah, whatever. They're back. Tuesday, I think, was the last day. So they should be back. I mean, I'm so confident. I think we can at least knock a point off, you know, from the match. So, you know. Yeah, Here, they literally only have two injuries, by the way. Arsenal do. Uh, not shocked by that because we're the most wonder what that's like. And it's not even like <laughs> that great of players. So. Yeah, um, it would be nice if we actually had some players that weren't hurt, that we actually had a full team to pick from. But, you know, I don't. I have no hope that that will ever happen at any point this season. And I mean, we can go on a tirade about how ridiculous our training medical staff is, our physios, how we haven't been fit as a complete team for two years now. And it's just getting to the point of ridiculousness. Like when you wake up every morning and you go to Twitter and like, it's like, Oh, I wonder who's going to be hurt today. And I'm always constantly sending Jason wake up text messages at eight o'clock in the morning. Hey Jason, yeah. look who's hurt this week. You know, it's it's rather old yeah. at this point in time. So, I mean, it really, yeah, it's insane. It really is. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Let's talk about it after the Arsenal game, especially if we lose. And yeah, then, we'll go uh, about the injuries. Yeah, yeah. So here, here's the question that I wrote down. It's the only question I have for you for the predictions. So all right. Here's the question. I got to get closer to my computer because I can't read that far away because I'm blind as a bat. Um, All right. Is there a talent gap between Chelsea and Arsenal? Like player-wise, you know, skill-wise, whatever, how you want to look to find that. Or is it simply that they've just been in Arteta's system for over three years now and going on four years? Um, Does that why Arsenal is clicking more than Chelsea? Or is it that there's a talent gap or is there another answer to the question that I just didn't think of? No, no, I think it's a good question. As soon as, before you asked the second part of the question, I, I was, I'd already formulated an answer, I think. Okay. Um, and, and it was answered kind of in your second part. I, I do think it's an experience thing. So gotcha. I think, um, I think last year it would have been very easy to say, yes, there's a talent gap. Mm-hmm. I think with the performances we've put in this year, um, I don't really like to use the word unlucky a lot because I do think we make our own bed in a, in a yeah. lot of ways. But, um, I mean, I'm looking at, like, Arsenal have scored 16 goals and let six in. That's a goal differential of 10. We've scored 11 goals, but we've let seven in, right? Mm-hmm. So... And we said this the other day, like the difference literally in like us being towards the top and being towards the bottom is like five to seven goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you you score against Villa, you win it. You score against, mm-hmm. um, did we lose to Everton? No, we beat Everton, right? We haven't played Everton yet. Oh, who am I thinking of? Blue team. Well, they're blue team. Brighton, right? We beat Brighton though, I think. So anyway, that was, yeah. some yeah. of these some of these losses that we've had, right? Like 
you you take the villa loss, you take the forest loss. Like if we score two two goals in each of those matches, we win the matches. If we mm-hmm. if we take control of our chances, we win the matches. Um it's not like those teams were greater than us. We just had a momentary lapse in defense in in both games, I think, and then just didn't mm-hmm. take our chances. So I don't think it's necessarily a talent gap this year. I think last year I I probably would have said manager talent gap. <laughs> that's what, you know, when you said last year I had a feel that's where you were gonna get with that injury. Yeah. <laughs> but but this year I, I I do think like what is interesting is these are the types of performances, even with the losses that we were hoping for last year. Mm-hmm. Like and we were hoping for those 100%. for most for most of the year. And so um yeah, I would say we're we're currently building, and it's nice to be able to finally just go. Ah, we're kind of in a building stage, and it looks like we're building towards something. Whereas Arsenal are at like peak. Arteta's got a system in. The players are bought in. They've made in in most cases savvy purchases. Um, he's I can getting, think of one that wasn't very savvy. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with that. But like. Yeah, I yeah that that was boneheaded. I don't know why anybody would have bought Havertz at that stage for that amount of money. Uh, like, yeah, if you sell Havertz for half, I could see it, but like not that amount of money. So we're always pretty good at fleecing Arsenal, though. That hasn't changed in the new admin. But That's true. um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think that sums it up. Like, I think it. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a talent gap, although I do think that that is part of the equation. I wouldn't boil it down directly to that. I do think, and we talked about this last time, there's huge amounts of experience on the pitch that we lack. And mm-hmm. and it's just because we have a bunch of really, really young players. And in some ways, that's really exciting because Potch gets to literally mold them in his own image. He Potch is God. And, like, <laughs> we, we get to see the struggles of that, of the molding of the clay or whatever. I don't know why it's going biblical right now, I, but I whatever, man. Yeah, but but Arteta literally—it's like you said—he's going on four years of having his way with the team, so or having his vision for the team be put into place. So I that that would be granted. That's an unscientific reasoning behind that, um, but I do think it's not talent gap is definitely a thing. But I don't think it's the thing. I think it's an experience gap. Yeah, I agree. I think I think it's Arteta has made. I mean, like you think back to how many Arsenal fans wanted him fired a few years ago uh, because yeah. they were like bottom of the table and had to work their way back up. Um, so, like Arteta's put his system in. He's got his players that he wants in there. Um, so I think it definitely is. I mean, I think they do have. Look, I think Saka, I mean, clearly beats any of our wingers out um, easily. Like, that's not even debatable. Um, goalies, I mean, I mean, they're on their backup goalie now, technically, too, because Ramsdale got benched. Um, Saliba's probably the best center back on the pitch out of everybody. Um, Odegaard, probably one of the better. I don't know. He's a he's a good midfielder. Um but yeah, I mean, I think you know, talent-wise, we don't we match up with them good. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think they're leaps and bounds ahead of us in talent-wise. You might could point to a couple positions, like I sort of just did, where, yeah, they do have a little more talent. But Jesus has struggled to put the ball in the back of the net this year whenever he's played striker. Havertz, we know he sucks at putting the ball in the back of the net. So we could yeah. have told y'all that, but y'all didn't listen to us. Well, glad y'all didn't listen to us. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's definitely like give Potch three years at jealousy, and I think jealousy will be clicking like this. So I think, you know, it'll be fine. I think, you know, it is what it is. I did think of one more question, Jason, before we get to the predictions. What's th- what's the chances of Havertz scoring a goal against us? <laughs> oh, high. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Very, yeah, I expect it, actually. Like, dude doesn't score yeah. a goal, like, for his entire Arsenal career, but he will score against us at yep. the bridge. It's going to be the most mm-hmm. annoying thing we've ever seen. I 100% agree with that. It will it will be the most annoying thing in the world when Havertz scores. And it'll probably be like early in the match, too. Like it'll probably be within the first 20 minutes of the match. Havertz is probably going to bag a goal, and it's going to be the most annoying thing in the world. Yeah. Oh, it's already happened. Like I think it happened in the Nottingham Forest game and the, the Villa game, where the announcers are going on and on about a certain player that just hasn't scored in like five mm-hmm. years. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we lose one to nothing because that player decided that this was the day they decided to yeah. score. Like it's already happened. It'll, it'll, it might as well just keep it going. Yeah. I didn't, um, I didn't mention the Bournemouth game too earlier because we drew that one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a zero. That's a nil nil draw. Like, and how many chances do we miss in that match? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I think that that's where it really boils down to is. We score five goals, we win. Like, mm-hmm. like we don't have we don't have two losses and we don't have a draw. Yeah, like like we get uh, seven more points out of the th- the deal, and that's mm-hmm. crazy that the margins are that. But it's like you said, you just you have a feeling that like the top part of the table is going to beat each other up this season. Yeah, and like we could take advantage of that in some of these cases. To mm-hmm. your point. Um, that we talked about a couple weeks ago when we were, we were almost doing like a preview of a preview of a preview talking about the Arsenal game. <laughs> yeah. Because because the lead up to the international break was literally us saying, hey, we need to go on a great run before international break, especially while we have some teams that we can beat mm-hmm. to have some momentum going in. I, I'm with you. The international break comes at a really bad time when we have that kind of momentum. But at the same time, I still think we have some of it. Yeah. Because I, I, think, I think the boys will be geared up for this one. I think and, they will be too. And Poch understands, like, the London rivalries especially, mm-hmm. let alone Premier League play. So, I, I don't think he'll have any problem get, gearing them up. Now, if we come out, we have a first half like we did against uh, whatever their names were the last game we played. Gosh, it's only like two weeks the, ago. Was it Burnley? Burnley, or yeah. was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was Burnley. So, like, if we come out and we have, like, another first half like we did against Burnley... We're gonna be down three 0 going into halftime, maybe even we, more. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about that. Maybe there is a slight mentality gap, uh, yeah, between us and Arsenal too, because we we're, we haven't been a full time team yet. Um, it's either we've either showed up in the first half and not in the second, or at least in the case of the Burnley game, we had a lot of trouble showing up in the first half. So, um, I think that I I think it's gonna be this is like. Pro, like we've had some tests in the season mentality wise just because of where we were last season. This is our first real big one because I don't think you can count the pool game as the first game of the season. Um both of those mm-hmm. teams are still finding their feet. Um 
But this will be, we've kind of weathered that really bad run of like loss, draw, loss. And we followed it up with three wins. Like, I I think we've got to keep that momentum men- mentally. And that'll be, that'll be the true test. Like, can this team weather, uh, weather this part of it? Because they haven't been in a position really where they've been on a run to keep. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's more interesting than like a loss run. Um, at this point in the game, yeah, we we've lost so much. I agree. It's you got to keep the momentum going. Come out, like you said, that's a good point about the first half. Like we got to come out playing hard to start the game, and I think we will because it's a derby, derby, whatever you want to say. You know, London. It's it is what it is. It's going to be a rivalry game, and so it's it's more important. You know, I feel like we have more players that are playing for the badge now than we've had in previous years so that they understand it more. Potts definitely understands it, to your point you were talking about. Like, he's been involved in these before. Just from a per- Spurs perspective, you know, in Chelsea perspective, like, he's, he's he knows what's going to happen in this match. He knows the importance of these matches that go beyond just three points or a draw, The just the hatred that these clubs have for each other. So... He'll have the boys ready, hopefully, um, to come out. So we can't come out flat. So we come out flat, it's going to be bad before halftime. Um, but, yeah. Uh, score predictions, Jason? <laughs> um, I You said it earlier, and I agree with you. I, I think this will be a draw. Or I, I'm hoping for a draw. I mean, I hope for a win, but I'll take mm-hmm. a draw. Yeah. I'm... I'm and I'm also with you, and this game's going to get chippy. Uh, so I'm going 2-2. Draw. Oh, okay. I'm going 1-1. Draw. So yeah. I'm with you on okay. draw. I think it's going to be a draw. I'm not bold enough to, to say that either team's going to score two goals. I'm thinking two first-half goals, 1-1 going into the half, and then the second half is just a boring-ass match and nothing happens. Like It's going to yeah. be really intense in the first half, and there's going to be some bumping and – there's going to be some conflict and some controversy, and then the second half is just going to be a boring ass match. <laughs> I mean, I I think that probably is more true than not. I'm kind of hoping it'll just be one of those weird games, like the flute games that you get that are like crazy entertaining from time to time. Yeah, and, but uh, we tend to get screwed in those games, man. Oh yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to get screwed. We're going to be up to the <laughs> one, and Arsenal is going to draw at the okay. at, in like the 95th minute. That's what's going to happen. That it'll probably be like one, yeah, it'll be like that. No, it'll be like a a hundred and one minute goal. Like the yeah. refs just let they've added like eleven minutes of stoppage time for no damn reason at all. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Something like that. Um. Yeah, it's gonna get yeah. snatched away from us at the very end. Like that's what's gonna that happen. Even on I, even on a one on a one one, I think that's I think it just feels like it. It just feels like it this time. I don't know why. I, Hey, you gotta go with your gut, man. Gotta go with your gut. But yeah. hey, it gives people a cliffhanger to tune in next week to find out what happens. Not like y'all are gonna watch the match or anything. But if you don't, tune in and Jason and me will tell you who was right and if it ended in a draw, like probably will. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You got any uh w- the one thing that Jason and me well I guess we agree on two things. It's gonna be a draw and Havertz will score. Those are the two yes. things we agree on. It, yes. It's already written in the stars that he's going to score. I was just about it, to say just, that. <laughs> Daniel finishing it, my sentences. That's so just, sweet. It's nothing new. 
Nothing new. Nothing new. All the time. <laughs> but, uh, but the audience doesn't know that. Now they that's do. That's true. Now they do. Now they do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You got any uh, final thoughts, Jason? No, I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a good game. I'm sad that it's on NBC. Uh, I got to figure my life out so I can watch it. So <laughs> I'll start doing that right after we get off of here. Yeah, I mean, my my final thoughts are: no matter what happens in this match, nothing can change the fact that London is blue and we have two Champions League trophies and Arsenal has none. So it's going to be a while before they catch up to that. Yep, screw you, Arsenal. Um, oh, I did want to do this. Shout out Chelsea's uh, women's team as they are the only English Premier League team, or Women's Super League, sorry, Women's Super yeah. League team that will be participating in the Champions League this year. <laughs> They're amazing, man. They're so great. Yep. Draw is Friday for them. Um, so I'm probably the day this podcast will come out, so the draw will be later. Or probably actually already happened by now, so when you're hearing this, you already know that who we're playing so whatever. Hopefully, yep. we get a decent draw for the women. Is um, is this our is this our year? God, I hope it is, man. Um, so like that's the one. Like we just run rough shot over the WSL now mm-hmm. with the women, and I just want them to get that. I want Emma Hayes to get that last trophy for because sure because I love Emma Hayes. Um, this is a big pro Emma Hayes podcast. Um, we absolutely would, nobody on this podcast would argue if she was the men's coach. You know, nobody on this podcast would argue. We we called for that last year for for we did. to just coach both. So look, I, yes, exactly. I mean, it literally could not have been worse than Potter or Lampard. There's n- no one will ever be able to argue with me that Emma <laughs> Hayes is the worst coach than either one of those. I Definitely not. Um, but yeah, so hopefully the women get a good draw. Um, with that, and we can go into European glory because we need to add another Champions League trophy to our cabinet. You know, to go yep. alongside our other two that the men have won, and Arsenal still has zero as this podcast ends. <laughs> so. Hey, I love that we always have that bragging right, and I hope that it oh, remains yeah. that way forever. I agree. I agree. Um, and Spurs just don't have any trophies, so you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm not um, worried about them. Small yeah, club. I'm not worried about. Them. Although they are, <laughs> yeah, they'll bottle it at the end of the season. I have no doubt that Spurs will bottle this season, even though they started out. Yeah. Good. Ma- good. Good. Playing great, they'll bottle it. They're Spurs. Um, yeah, but yeah, Jason. Small, small club, big stadium. That's that's the Spurs. Definitely. Oh yeah, we the need Spurs. to have a, the Spurs. We need to have a conversation about our stadium fiasco too next week. Um, oh yeah, that'll we be fun. Do we already talk about that? I don't. Remember. Oh, we kind of we talked about it some, but we just uh, bought the land next to the stadium for. That's. that's I think like we did. Yeah. Making. Yeah. So whatever. Um, we did talk a little bit about that, but anyway. Um. But yeah, so Jason, I zoned out for like two seconds right there. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but uh, tell these uh, lovely audience members where they can find us. We are on X. Uh, I don't know when we start paying for that. I don't know if I want to. I don't care if it is a dollar a year. We're on X. and uh, But we're going to be there for a while probably. Even if we pay. I don't know. We still don't know. Are we paying for this? We haven't even... I don't. I don't think we have to pay in the U.S. Oh, it's okay. Just, it's just it's certain just, countries. It's just India and somebody else because they're trying to cut down on bots. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so we're yeah. good. So we're still on X. We're posting as of now. Yeah. Yeah, as of now. Um. So, uh, and we're also on Substack. Daniel writes amazing things on both, 
And you can find us on both at Red White Blues FC. Yeah. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. Um, trying to build up our Substack audience. Um, and uh, also our listeners for the podcast. So just um, re-X us or whatever the hell. Repost us now on X. Yeah. You know? Give you us a follow. You can X us. Give us yeah. a little X. Give us, <laughs> give us that little bit of X. Yeah. Um, listen to us. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast at. Even if you listen to Amazon. You know, whatever. I don't. We're not on Amazon, <laughs> so you're not listening to us if you're on there. Sorry. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, until uh, Monday, we'll catch you guys on. Or until next week. I don't know why I said Monday. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hey, it doesn't matter what the result is on Saturday. We shit you not. London is still blue. Flippity floppity. Yeah.